Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has been the leader in waterfowl conservation with over 15 million acres of habitat conserved. DU supporters and volunteers have led the charge to fill the skies with waterfowl today, tomorrow, and forever. You too can play a role in leaving a legacy for the future of waterfowl hunting. To find an event near you or to join our volunteer team, go to www.ducks.org. Ducks Unlimited, the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Bottomland is Mossy Oak's original camel pattern created by Toxie Hayes over three decades ago. This pattern preserves the original design while applying advanced technology for increased effectiveness. The same field-proven components and colors, the same dirt and bark elements, the same ability to blend into dark environments and obscure a hunter's outline from every angle. Mossy Oak Bottomland. Get up. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode is brought to you by Mossy Oak. Because everything is better in Bottomland. Kent Cartridge. Quality matters. Performance counts. Shen Gear. Waterfowl gear that is built better. Benelli USA. Dominate the skies. And Ducks Unlimited. The world's leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Well, welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder podcast. We're going to call this episode Man Down because <laughs> yours truly is now hosting the podcast since Frawley has moved back to Nashville. We do miss Frawley, though. So, Man Down. Man welcome Down. To, uh, welcome to this episode. We... Uh, as the host of this here podcast, let me introduce everybody that we have in the room. We have uh, Aaron, longtime listener, uh, second yep. time caller. That's right. That's right. That's right. Aaron is currently the longest tenured Rolling Thunder employee. Yep. I'm still here. Uh, uh, Pushing welcome, through. W- welcome to the show, yeah. Aaron. Yeah. yeah, you're getting a lot of gray on your chin. I know. That's right. There's also happens. some gray under that hat. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. To, he's getting them racing stripes on his uh-huh. chin like I got, though. Yep. <laughs> taking <laughs> after my granddad. Same thing. <laughs> and we got Riles over here. Uh, howdy, howdy. Fresh out of the shipping and receiving room today. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Hard at it. New recruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, the goose gossip himself, Mr. Levi Gerkenstein. I'm here. Um, Welcome to the show, Levi. As Mama calls him Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. She spelled my Kirk. name, my nickname, yeah. on the styrofoam cup with K-I-R-K. Yeah, yes. so Riley said that, you know, when uh, Girk starts getting into one of his moods, his alter ego now is going to be Kirk. Kirk. So that's it. That's just, I'm here that's for a, it. That's yeah. a, Kirk oh, Gerkenstein. Yeah. Kirk, get over here. Oh, gosh. Whenever he gets real snappy with us. <laughs> oh, Girk's just, just Kirk around. I would just be honest. I'm not sure we can handle two Gurks. No, I don't think uh, so. I already have like several personalities, so you know, I, I think an extra one is not needed. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of extra personalities, before I introduce uh, the three-time world champ, uh, three-time. Uh, I was waiting for it. <laughs> can I just get? Can I just get a? a took the day off yesterday to help the old pops around the around the house and i came in this morning girk had like gone um full tilt cleaning mode on the yeah. media room full sweat yeah. which i did which, break a sweat yeah i don't know how you did that by the way <laughs> that's the coldest room in the building it really is though next to the tuning room well you know you, you relocated everything that was in the media room and i've had five different people in the media room in the last calendar year. So there were dead bodies in there from Rob <laughs> and RT <laughs> yep. and I mean, down the list and a lot of ghosts. 
Gert just said, uh, all of you ghosts are going to go stay in this other room. <laughs> well, the main reason that I wanted to, to clean it up is because there were still remnants, or I butchered that word, but there was remains of Leroy's hair still on the carpet, and it was right below my feet. And for, those I, of you, for those of you listening, Leroy is uh, R.T. Bailey's black lab. Right. So I, I got disgusted by it enough that I was like, okay, well, if I want to clean this out, I got to get even underneath the rack. So I started moving things and I'm like, you know what? Hmm. I'd like this rack if it was over here. And so I decided that that was what I was going to do. It, it, it all kind of happened just, inside as my a head. Side note, as a side note, my mom's probably going to listen to this, uh, this episode, but I hope that's the teaser. I'd like to have this rack right over here. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Gary. <sighs> but yeah, uh, I probably should have you know, said, hey, Spence, I'm going to rearrange the room or something of that nature. But that, that you probably just, should have, in which case I'd have said, absolutely not. Don't oh, touch it. Yeah. So, you know, when it's all said and done, we're probably in a better place. But I did need an extra volume this morning to kind of get through that. <laughs> uh, was, uh, so and our, our fifth guest this morning is uh, three time uh, this afternoon. It's not morning at all. It, in fact, it's happy hour. It is happy hour. <laughs> our, 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 fifth, happy our fifth hour. guest is three-time world champ, Drake Levy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd goes crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what was Randall saying at the golf course the other day? Like, Champ, champ, oh, champ. Yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. get your signature. <laughs> right before the Levy Cut release. Can't wait to get one of them Levy Cuts three times. Uh, <laughs> three times. That's yeah. what he was calling him. Three yeah. times. Yeah, that, that's my new favorite word. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Is that what he calls Is that one word? I'm calling it one word, I guess. Okay. All right. It's, it's crazy. a hashtag. It's a hashtag. Yeah. It's crazy how many people I talked to after the film didn't realize that mm-hmm. you didn't just win it one time. Yeah. Like, they thought, oh, this guy just won Worlds one time. I told my mom he only won it 2.9 times. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only person in the world that would believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Round up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Well, uh, so we, we don't have just a tremendous agenda for today, but there were a few things I wanted to talk about. So this over the weekend, um, we all attended the Shin Gear Film Festival. Immediate reactions, anybody? I think for me, I, I loved watching the films just for the simple fact of like when you watch other people's work, you can you can gain a lot of knowledge off of it. Just like when you guys are blowing duck calls or listening to other people blow duck calls, it's like, man, I've never seen that or heard that, you know what I mean? Either the motion with their hands or whatever. It's the same thing with watching people that are very skillful, you know, edit a film and film a film. I love it. Yeah. It was neat. I love it. I love it. It was neat. First of its kind, you know, like not really a festival I've ever been to, you know, directly about films and very knowledgeable films. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was super cool. Yeah. I thought the films were an interesting mix of topics um i mean you know that all of them were great i really really enjoyed the one about rex hancock yeah. um you know just obviously drake you grew up in you know in the prairie mm-hmm. and probably heard about rex hancock oh, your yeah. whole life i grew up on this side of the river yeah, his granddaughter is like one of my mom's best friends yeah yeah that's awesome yeah we talked to the to Brian and his brothers yep. and everything right before we left. Shook yeah. your hand, said hi, and reintroduced yeah. yourself. They're real very, nice folk. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Um, I actually sold Brian a duck call a few years ago at a show, and he introduced himself as as Rex's grandson. Yeah. You know, it was pretty neat. But I was what I was going to say was, you know, you grew up over there. Flooded timber was a part of your mm-hmm. lifestyle. I grew up on this side of the river where flooded timber was two generations ago. Right. Because what Rex Hancock stopped in the Cache River bottoms happened over here before they got to Arkansas, which is Tennessee, West Tennessee is the reason Rex Hancock knew that what they were about to do the Cache River was a bad idea mm. because, I mean, they channelized everything, the Fork of Deer, the Obai, and all those. I mean, there's just as many rivers between here and Dyersburg as there are in Arkansas. It's just they're all straight ditches, mm. no trees on them. And so if you look at, like, if you look in the Grand Prairie book or the Arkansas Almanac, you can see the, you know, the flooded timber 
you know, that map that has like the flooded mm -hmm. river bottom timber. Well, West Tennessee had just as much as Arkansas did a hundred years ago, you know, or hundred and plus years ago. I mean, um, and the Corps took it all. As soon wow. as they channelized it, they were able to that's take neat. all those trees. Not and neat, so, but that's in um, interesting. Yeah, I didn't it's, know that. it's crazy. It's, it's just a, how it changed the landscape. And so, you know, on the Arkansas side, you know, folks screw up like, hey, this is our hero. We still have flooded timber. On the Tennessee side, it's like, man, it'd been nice if we'd have had a Rex Hancock over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, anyways, I, I really enjoyed that one. I also really enjoyed um, Brandon Martin's film mm -hmm. about the, the the refuges and the rest areas. Um, really such informative. A, it was. Such a fascinating topic. And, um yeah, the, the 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 staggered out private land safe spaces. I mean, that is just such a such a smart idea, mm -hmm. you know, to create duck movement. Um, which one stuck with you guys? I like the Rex. Yeah, that was I was talking to Drake about it, and it was like right as soon as it ended, it said, you know, Rex Hancock was laid to rest in the swamp or something. And that was just like that was the nail in the coffin for me. It was mm -hmm. wow, that's that's real really cool. You know, he's not from Arkansas. I did not know that. Really? Yep. He's a dentist from Chicago. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I don't remember exactly why, but he moved to Arkansas, you know, post dental school is my understanding for for a job. Hmm. Well, thank you, Rex. <laughs> 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 On the list of your personalities, Girk, I just want to say you have a podcast personality. Oh, 100%. for sure. You're, yeah. you're a different person yeah. when the podcast lights on. Oh, I, absolutely! I agree, and, it, and it's it's like fifty fifty. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Fifty percent of the time, I'm talking in my podcast voice, and fifty percent of the time, I'm just talking normal. Oh, you're talking about like the sound of your voice? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, I was talking about the actual personality. Oh, okay, that, that too. <laughs> 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 what? I don't know what to say next. <laughs> oh, okay. You just don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not say anything. <laughs> Girk, I can't wait to hang out with you all weekend with Dallas Odom. <laughs> yeah, I think my whole sobriety is just going to get crushed, but I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I'll make sure to tell Dallas to dump out every bottle of water we have stashed away there and turn the water off whiskey showers and I'm ready for and be beer showers I'm ready to go be going back to that camp during duck season yeah mm. it was sad when you told me that you were had thoughts about you know getting out of the blowdown and then now you're back into it I was like this is gonna be fun yeah it just sucks because how dry everything is down there you know it is very dry yeah, yeah. We did walk a lot. <laughs> yeah, we will not be wasting our time whenever there's no water. <laughs> I can assure you of that. We've had too I like the sounds We've had this. too many people over this past all season. Man, we, you need to come hunt. need to come hunt. All right, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> you say when. Start signing them. We know exactly. We know we're at least 750 or what is it, 810 uh, fans are. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Dear Levy Cut Purchaser, <laughs> do you have access to private flooded timber? Or turkeys? Do you have artificially flooded water? <laughs> Please reach out to your boy. Uh, Sincerely, yeah. three times. <laughs> Got plans third weekend in November? <laughs> uh, um, so, film festival, you know, the films were great. I thought the evening was good. I don't know how the boys at Shin Gear keep pulling it off. I feel like they've got horseshoes hanging out their rear end, but the weather was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it yes, was. It I was. mean, we were running on like an eight, nine week drought around here, and they got the prettiest weather of the entire mm -hmm. nine weeks, mm -hmm. you know, for the festival. Um, it was outside, shady, a lot of breeze. I mean, just you could not have asked for a prettier fall afternoon. Um, so, uh, and then I guess from our standpoint, at the Shin Gear Film Festival, we launched um, the Shin Gear Limited Edition season long calls. You want to talk mm -hmm. about that just yeah. a little bit, Riles? Yeah, absolutely. Just to, you know, you said it, it's a season long deal. Um, we're going to sell those all the way to January 31st. And it's the two models it's our Brood XLS um, and our Mean Duck. And they're, 
you know, they're sharp, man. They checkered. Um, roll Tide Willie approved. Yeah, Roll mm. Tide Willie yeah, approved. Don't that. give a piss about nothing but the Tide and Rolling Thunder game calls, baby. <laughs> 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 Swaller, Willie, say, I was at the farm yesterday working, and I got out of the river bottoms and turned on my phone, and I had, amongst some other text messages, I had a notification from Roll Tide Willie. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool, but yeah, um, that was a. It's a lot of hard work putting those calls, man. I, I don't know how many weeks and you know hours we spent on engraving, paint, you know. And then yeah, the talk about the engraving just a little bit because I thought that came out really slick. Yeah, that that's where we got. You know, that's the whole checkering deal. You know, we're running that and getting the through the engraver and uh, man, that took. I'm sure Aaron. Russell knows. Yeah, Get, Russell knows. There's no way like, Russell can count high enough to no. keep track of how many hours that and was. It was <laughs> it easily, you know, dumbed down. It was two to three weeks, you know, I'd say, of us just testing stuff. We don't really like it. Let's go back to it and try it again. And, man, I, I walked by the engraving room one day, and I heard Spence talk about pi, multiply this by pi r squared. And I'm like, that is not yeah, a real conversation. Drake was standing there. Me and Jason were talking about the, you know, the the – what do you call it? The formula for circumference and diameter and, and all that. And Drake was just like, he looked like Homer Simpson trying to ease back into the azaleas. We got done and he went, Paul, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty impressive. He said, he said, I did not pay attention in that class. Pi R squared is the diameter. Yep. And Jason was like, no, it's going to be pi D. That's the circumference. Mm -hmm. I was like, Okay. Only Jason's going to know that. It, Only Jason. it seems like, you know, no matter how clean it looks, like on our tape runs and stuff, you burn it on and it's a completely different beast. You know, yeah. we got to have to redo it, redesign it, distort it another way so it isn't all out of shape on the insert mm -hmm. or on the barrel. Because the inserts of the mean ducks, you know, they got all that contour to them. So oh, yeah. trying to engrave on that was a nightmare. But yeah. But it, it really came out good. And, and Russ, for not knowing how to do the math very well, Russ, Russ can... He's like a, I'm not going to call him a sledgehammer, but he's kind of like a framing hammer. I mean, he just keeps beating on things and then it just, like he figures yep. it out. He's, yeah. he's very smart that way. Yep. yep. Uh, so. so those are going to be a season long call. And, you know, I think the, the backstory on those is just that um, we really enjoyed this spring doing the Mr. Fox pot calls, having something that was not limited by number. Like there's only 50 of them when they sell out, then you just have to answer questions from people like, when are you going to make more? Well, we're only going to make 50. Well, so we, we decided that this season, and then we're going to do it again next year and kind of make it an annual thing where we'll do a limited edition call um, in a color and engraving and kind of a whole makeup, but do that for the entire season. And so uh, this year it seemed appropriate to, you know, commemorate or um, I don't know what the right – What's the right word, Girk? You're coming to the wrong dude for that. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a vocabulary savant. I kind of like almost make up my own words. Right. So that's I, what I need you to make it up. So the engraving on the white horse call is what to our relationship with Shin Gear? Is it commemorating? Is it cementing? Is it advertising? Is it hmm. memorializing? Is it... I don't know. I, I'm drawing a blank. You, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Those things just kind of come to you. Huh? Yeah, they they yeah. can't be forced upon. Yeah, I, but I will say that call is very, very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. It's not just a shelf queen, too. They all, you know, very yeah, serviceable. Rip. Yeah, they sound great. So They'll rip. I like the texture of the checkering. Yeah, mm -hmm. it feels like it feels you're grabbing good. an old yeah. shotgun. You know? right. It does. Yeah. It, so. The checkering, especially on the insert, mm -hmm. is got that fine sort of a rough but grippy, you know, like mm -hmm. a shotgun. And it's yeah. not around the whole call, so it's not, it's not overwhelming. Yeah. So, been shipping those out, and... uh and that's been going good. Um, yeah, I thought the reception to that at the at the film festival was really good, um, especially because most of the people that were there obviously were not. It was not their first exposure to the Shin Gear brand or to our brand. I mean, the overwhelming majority of the people that were there knew knew about Shin Gear, knew about Rolling Thunder, knew about you know so many of the brands that were there, um, and so. Uh, it was. I thought it was really cool to kind of see the the reaction from everybody. 
Um, it was cool to be able to be selected to, you know, set a duck call on the table, all the VIP yeah. tables, you know, we gave everybody a duck call that purchased a VIP table. Yeah. We had a brood R sitting out there for yep. them. So, yep. um, there were 95 of those and, uh, we engraved, you know, the date and the film festival on the back of those. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. And we're shoot, just grateful to be friends with those guys and uh all had a lot of compliments this week uh from the in-store customers about the show um i didn't get to personally go but had boyfriend duties but a lot of people i've checked out uh (laughs) let me translate boyfriend duties yeah make sure that alabama beats tennessee yeah (laughs) boy that's a whole that actually might have been my favorite that's a whole nother story my favorite film back my favorite film was alabama beating tennessee (laughs) no my favorite film my favorite film was russ white standing in front of the tv yeah yeah i didn't get to see that film yeah an experience when you're an alabama fan and i'm on the you know <clears throat> dating his daughter you know watching mm-hmm. that game with him that's kind of <laughs> weird i mean fun because i'm trying to cheer in my head and not be loud yeah so i got a question do you yeah. do you actually say to russ right roll tide or do you just get up and like walk out of the room and no, then holler um, outside and come back in no i didn't yell anything in his <laughs> house I mean, well, well played. I, I didn't. I, I, you know, I think that was a smart decision on your behalf. I didn't. No, I know better. I mean, not the sharpest, you know, tool in the shed, but I got a little sense. Um, but uh, watching a game with him, you know, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't show emotion, and he was showing a lot of emotion. You know, but that yeah. would be so enjoyable for yeah. me to watch. Oh, you need yeah. to get him like an Alabama jumpsuit for Christmas. No, that's not going to happen. Russ that would is be extremely animated, and when he's watching Tennessee, he's like doubly extremely yeah. animated, you know. screaming at the players, mm-hmm. yeah. screaming at the coach. He I got mad at me because I had a parlay on South Carolina beating Tennessee, and he got he got mad at me. He said, "How could you root?" For South Carolina, I'm like, mm-hmm. they're playing Tennessee. I'm out. I'm found. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Going um, to the game was much more enjoyable than sitting there yeah. watching the Alabama game. We went and seen the South Carolina Tennessee game. I didn't have a dog in the fight. How, the, did the y'all Al- get there like on Friday? No, me and Sarah drove down there uh, early Saturday kidding. morning. I mean, but he was already down there. He was picking up quail, <laughs> doing all his arena Russ White stuff. Uh, but. That was an experience. So Russ is Sarah's dad. Sarah worked here for, I don't know, it felt like 10 years, but it was like nine months, 10 months. And uh, on Sarah's first day on the job, I called a staff meeting and told everybody that uh, there will be no fraternizing with employees and uh, coworkers. And Aaron just straightway, you know, it's like, hold my beer. I gave it a good two Week. months. Best I can tell, y'all were dating like before the sunset that you, day. You can blame good Lord on yeah, that. Yeah, you can. That's where it started. Well, but Oh, yeah. well. But anyways, Russ, Sarah's daddy, Russ, has been a good friend of mine for going on 14, 15 years now. And, uh, um, yeah, he's 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 on several of the pictures in the hallway, and Russ has been on a couple of the more incredible hunting trips or shoots of my life. He was on a 125 goose shoot in Oklahoma, and he was on a 23 limit shooting sorrels all in Biomeda. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a bizarre group. How about this for full circle? I had Russ and Dutch. Oh wow! On that hunt. <laughs> Dutch was in Sorrels. Yes. What? The day before, <laughs> the day before, we were walking to Sorrels. The water was shallow. It was yeah. just out of the bio, you know. Yeah. We were walking to Sorrels, and Dutch, Dutch passed out. We thought he was having a heart attack. <laughs> we set him down on this log. It was me and Jared Tidmore, and Dutch and Russ, and 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 Dutch's. I mean, and Russ's buddy Cuz who's his old fraternity brother. So it was the three of them, and Russ really wanted to go hunting in the woods, and so I agreed to take him. I mean, we're talking, this is like 2012, something like that. And uh, Kari and a bunch of dudes had run Sorrels, and we were we were coming in a little bit late, um, but not a lot late. So we're walking in, and Dutch just like strokes out on us. I mean, we get him on a log. He's dry heaving. He's pale. I mean, we think he's... He's about to die. I mean, and I'm, I'm thinking the worst. Like I'm thinking, 
we're we're way up the bio. Yeah. Like, like there there ain't no call nine one one. There ain't no cell signal, and we're like a half a mile off the bio. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're deep in there. Well, we kind of sit him down. We get him better, and shoot, we start ducks are on the trees, and we start calling ducks. And I mean, we end up shooting like three of our five limits, like in <laughs> not in a hole, just in this random oh, spot, you know, and. Um, you know, so the next morning they, they shot them all right in sorrels. Um, we just couldn't get on in there to them. The next morning we got all the way in there to them and we shot, we had 23 guns and we shot 23 limits and we got, back, we got mm. back to the, that was actually staying at, at the camp behind yours oh, okay. back yeah. then. And, uh, we got back and, uh, Russ poured a stiff brown water. And he looked at Dutch and he said, Dutch, ain't no reason for you to buy any waiters because you ain't going to never see the hunts any better than that. (laughs) (laughs) He said, you might as well hang it up. You've had that hunt of a lifetime. (laughs) To my knowledge, Dutch has not been duck up since. (laughs) Fun fact about Russ, if you get on cops... Oh yeah, he's, he's going down there. to season two, episode four. <laughs> the first two minutes, he's in it. Oh, it shows Russ White. You know, back I would say early nineties, yeah. full mullet, big you know, big stocky Russ with a battering ram going through the house, <laughs> tearing this door down of this house. You would Memphis. not want Russ White oh, it is great. with a battering ram hitting uh-uh. anything that you owned. And the funny thing is, is it was late night one night, and Sarah, me and her, are watching cops. And it comes on, and I'm she sorry. yells. We she need yells. just a second to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I love cops. Oh no, I had to pause it. I had to pause it. We're watching it, and she yells out, "That's my dad!" And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" So I rewind it about ten times. Watch him take his battering ram, go to the door. It's the greatest footage ever. But Russ he's all in a, the second he season. He is a national treasure. If you don't know this, Russ is like one of the more decorated marksmen that's ever come through the Memphis Police Department. I mean, he's one of them guys that like you can chunk a quarter in there, he can shoot it out with a nine millimeter. Mm. I mean, over and over and over and over. Just unbelievable marksman, just naturally talented. And so is Yvette, uh, yeah. Sarah's mama. Oh, wow. She can shoot just as well as Russ can, and she can talk better than Russ can. <laughs> you got that That's right. I mean, she's she's no, she's she's a tough lady. Yeah, she's tough. Sure. <laughs> she's dish tough lady. Um, I don't know how we got off on the white family. Yeah, no, but that was the reason I wasn't at Shin. That was how. Thanks for wrapping that one up. Yeah. Oh, so I guess we got back from the film festival. Late Saturday night, limped in Monday morning, and um, Mercy, we've been, I guess you've been back, Drake, for, what, five days now? We got back late Wednesday night, mm-hmm. um, so you've had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday, and uh, you've been tuning Levy Cuts. Yeah, we are in the short rows now. We only got about 70 more to do. Heck yeah. So we... We got three, I'd say 350 or so shipped out today. Good chance I'd say we get the bulk of them, rest of them mm-hmm. shipped out tomorrow, which would be nice. Um, there are already a lot of people that want more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to trim that and make that like a little. Yeah. 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 Remember, remember before GIFs, how there were like sound clips uh-huh. that people had? You know, yeah. they just hit them and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want them. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Oh, Girk. You're a national treasure, Girk. Are you guys going to have those out by the end of like this week then? National treasures? Mm, no. Seems like it. Oh, I hope so. Uh, that's potentially. Don't, don't yeah. Look at me. Man, look the at tune the ought to be done. Look, look at three tomorrow, time over there. Think. Man, he's been cranking away at him in there. Oh, I've been cranking. <laughs> it ain't like we got boxes of them sitting in there. The, the UPS <laughs> man just carried a whole bunch of them. Oh yeah, I seen you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I seen you guys. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm surprised. Sorry. I'm seen surp- y'all. Yeah, there you go. 
I'm surprised you didn't like put a viewing window in the side of the media room. <laughs> you didn't so well, much. it's like cooped up there in the corner. I don't what, maybe a window out to the outside would be amazing for that room. Can we get that done? <laughs> you might as well just do it. You start on everything else you, while I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> if I put a window in there, you would staple black felt. Yeah, over the window and cover it. Yeah, I would. Creative breaks would be a little yeah, bit long. Yeah. I can't. I can't work with people looking at me, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. Well, um, I guess the only other thing that I've really got on my agenda. Um, well, I got. I, I I did have one thing that we flew right past in the Shin Gear Film Festival. Let's talk for just a minute about Ducks Unlimited and Shin Gear. Ducks Unlimited has been a great partner of the podcast, and we have not done a great job of touting all of their conservation efforts. Um, but I thought it was super cool that Ducks Unlimited and Shin Gear have partnered this year on a waiter initiative. And so for every pair of Shin Gear waders that's bought this year, Shin Gear is kicking a membership for the person who buys the waders to Ducks Unlimited. Oh, wow. Um, which, according to Field, you know, at the Field Norris, one of the partners, um, that's going to be well in excess of six-figure uh, donation, which is wow. which is pretty, pretty incredible. It's Heck pretty neat yeah. to watch. Um, maybe, the, maybe we can get some water up north to hold. Yeah, no kidding. We need water. We need a lot of water. Yeah, um, lots of potholes up there. We need to take five gallon buckets of water with us next yeah. year when we go. Um, but I thought that was really neat. And then the other thing that Ducks Unlimited did as a part of the uh, Shin Gear Film Festival is they brought the 50th anniversary 28 gauge Super Black Eagle and auctioned it off. And um, I can't remember exactly what it went for, but it was a bunch. I think it was like. Eight thousand, wasn't it? Mercy, that probably was. It was I mean, a lot. Yeah, there, there was a. All of the auction items went way high, um, way high. So, um, I guess the, you know, so that that was my next to last agenda item. My last agenda item was I had a handful of like around the world of our friends. So yesterday. Rob Kinney had his second mm-hmm. child. All right. Call name Elsie, I think. Let me, let me verify this. Hold RTGC up. Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Elsie, <laughs> yep. Elizabeth Josephine Kinney. Call name Elsie. Nice touch there yeah. from the sporting dog we'll world. Call Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe number two. <laughs> Joe. Excuse me. Um, Another note that I have from around our world is our buddy Adam Campbell is at Master Nationals. Awesome. He's got a trailer full of dogs. Yep. Where's that located? So Master Nationals, as I understand it, rotates between the four time zones. So every year it's somewhere different. Mm. This year, my understanding, it's in Georgia. Georgia's beautiful. It's got some pretty parts for sure. Yep. It's got some ugly parts too. But Well, the good parts that I went to were good, and it was just the north part, so I may have stayed in the good parts. Well, you'll have to come film turkey season at Ramsey's. Yeah. That's a real pretty part. Yeah. Count me in. The plantation. <laughs> I want to film every turkey that I can possibly film this turkey season. <laughs> I'm just going hunting once. You can record it here, Spence, and then that's it. (laughs) Come on, three time. I want to shoot. I want to (laughs) shoot. I had so much energy even filming them things. Oh, yeah. It don't matter if you squeeze the trigger. If you're there calling or watching it go down, it fires you up. It does. Then if you didn't pull the trigger, it quickly fades away. Then you really want to pull the trigger. (laughs) What happens if somebody pulls the trigger and you're the cameraman, but you don't? Pull the trigger. Like, hit the record button. Mm. Yeah, that did happen. I didn't even get mad at you. No, because past cameramen of yours have done it, too. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Not calling anybody out or anything. I mean, it just happens by default. I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes it rains. Yeah. Sometimes it's dry. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I guess. Uh, what about other friends of the brand? I know hmm. that. I know that Dylan and Carter and Devlin and the whole Shin Gear crew—they're headed north. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, from talking to Thomas. Did y'all see Thomas's Instagram story yesterday? Mm-mm. I think they got a foot of snow. Jeez. I saw my buddy Trevor's Instagram or Snapchat or whatever the heck, and it's like overnight. He's like, ooh, maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see what, what happens there. Um, it has turned into a polar vortex in Canada. That happened in a hurry. Yeah. Seems like it, it normally is a little slower lead up. I mean, we were there, what, it'd be, we were there today, a week ago today. Yeah. I mean, we were It was on 60, the 70 degrees. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The little black bugs were everywhere. Yes, they oh, were. Oh, God. The little black and red ones, the little yeah. creepy crawlies. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, and then Sunday, um, I guess Friday and Saturday, Back-to-back days of 30-mile-an-hour sustained northwest winds with gusts up to 40. And, I mean, they went to bed Sunday night, woke up Monday morning to like a foot of snow on the ground, and I think it's like a chance of snow every day from now on until June or whatever. (laughs) I mean, not quite, but uh, pretty harsh temps. Owl or on the move. They are on the move. Y'all hear any duck reports? Just I'm hearing they're starting to show up in the states. Yeah, I'm not really going to say where, but they're showing up. <laughs> I heard Felsenthal was thick. Yeah, I heard East Tennessee was loaded right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Del Hollow, yeah. you know, uh, Center yeah. Hill Lake, yeah, Gunnersville, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talladega National Forest, the dry feeding in the pines. Alabama is filling up too. The wood ducks are there. <clears throat> we have six wood ducks at our place. I saw them yesterday. Three pairs. Three boys, three girls. Those won't be the only ones. No, they won't. <clears throat> no, no, they definitely won't. I have a strong. Have you killed feeling. a band out there at all? The wood ducks? Not yet. Wow. No. Maybe not. we should do a banding project out there. Man. What? We'll go load our, our lanyards up. <laughs> The next year, <laughs> yeah. you know, they banned a bunch at, uh, at Shelby Forest, and they banned a bunch up the river at Tully. Okay, and, yeah. and I keep thinking, you know, I mean, we're gonna kill a wood duck mm-hmm. band. We've killed entirely too many wood ducks to not kill a band. Speaking of bands, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit surprised that we didn't kill a band in Canada. Yeah, I mean, when you start saying, start talking numbers, I guess the only reason we didn't. You know, they say everybody's average is a little different, but they say about every two to 300 ducks, you, you see a band, which, you know, we posted enough numbers to, mm-hmm. to you know, to, to see a band, except that a lot of those ducks that we killed were pintails. Um, I was really hoping for that pintail band to come through. I thought it was. God, no doubt. I've not seen very many pintail bands in, in my lifetime. Um and I, I don't know why that is. I don't know. Maybe it's they don't eat grain quite like mallards or or what. But it definitely you don't see a lot of pintail bands, um, not near like you do mallards. But well, what's on tap for this weekend? You got a big deer? Or? No, I'm going. I'm chasing something. <laughs> <laughs> what you chasing? Well, it's definitely deer. No. You shot one already, didn't you? Yeah, but that's just the beginning. How many did you shoot that's last my, year? That's my weekday deer. My weekday deer is a lot different than my weekend deer. Well, that was a Saturday. Yeah, but I was still across the street from work. Mm. So I'm not my weekend spot. I'm not going to do what I did. <laughs> Aaron's, <laughs> a big, Aaron's a big bow hunter. Yeah. He let one fly Saturday morning. Yeah, that's the best feeling ever. Planning on cooking that. Yeah. Back straps are going on smoke tomorrow for lunch. That young yeah. boy who never even had a birthday. He's yeah. gonna taste delicious, isn't he? Yeah, he's poor guy. Mm. <laughs> Gets me excited. <laughs> you gonna cook some deer up for us, Aaron? Yeah, I'll cook here. Some, yeah, yeah. Thursday lunch. Awesome. Where have you been? In my little media room, away from everyone, I guess. 
Nobody really tells me what goes on around yeah, here. Yeah, right. Bless your heart, girl. I'm just, I'm just you're, so, there. you're so left out. So mistreated. Just over, the, over there in the black hole. Just <laughs> Everything just disappears. Do you there. like to polish? <laughs> yeah. Now, hey, if you like on, the I, if you like the black hole at the end of the media hallway, you'll love the wood shop. Yeah, <laughs> it gets real dark in there. No, I'm, I'm completely fine with the room over there in the corner. <laughs> oh me. Well, me and Gurk, we're going back to Arkansas. We're gonna go go to camp and sounds like Gurk's about to get Drake ready for deer season. Yeah. Speaking of this weekend, yeah, Gurk, Gurk didn't really know that yet. I haven't oh, even told y'all. Bad. We're hunting with Hootie G Sunday and Monday. We I got, are? A, I got a suspect hunt with Hootie G. When? Sunday and Monday. Nice. This Sunday and Monday? Wait, let me say this one more time. Hey, guys, I've got us a spec hunt with Hootie G Sunday and Monday. Or as Keelan does. <laughs> yeah. You're doing that is exactly it so what they do sense. in Canada. God. Just wait to hear it. Yeah. Then he Jerks. says, let's powder puff their tails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's try them. Let's try them. Yeah. Let's, let's try them. Let's go back to the mountain of happiness. Oh, me. You, you haven't gotten to experience Canada with Keelan yet. No, I haven't. But he's... Uh, that's a... that's. He's a shooter. He's a piece of work. If you're not pulling the trigger, he's not happy. And if you're a sandhill crane within 70 yards, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Something's coming your it's, direction. You're dead. It's over. Uh, but yeah, Gurk, we're uh, actually going to go to the farm I used to work at. And uh, I got a real nice deer stand. It's just a, a ladder stand. Millennium, two-man ladder We're going stand. hunting. Uh, we got to go take it down and we're going to go put it back up oh, in a different okay. spot. Cool. He said, Drake said he needed somebody, a big, strong guy who can, big, full of brawn. Yeah, I figured. Well, I just didn't have anything to do this weekend. And (laughs) I was, was, right, Drake was talking about going to Arkansas this weekend. And I was like, well, that sounds like fun. He said, you can come if you want. And I took that opportunity. Yeah, he said, count me in, Jack. I was like, okay. Arkansas isn't all that bad at this time of year. You look like you'd be real good at moving a ladder stand. Ladder stand. I don't know what that means. It's a deer stand. Oh. Mm. I didn't do no deer hunting in South Dakota. It's got a ladder and a platform and and a seat. I am tall and I can lift heavy things. Well, we're going to try it. Like I said, you'll be real good at moving ladder stands. I do need to go with Aaron one of these times before the morning, before work starts. Right across the street. Let's go. You got a double double lock on set? No, but I can throw him one up in about 10 minutes. You just got to shoot a doe if I go with, though. Like if the opportunity comes about, I promise I have no problem. I have no problem shooting. If you go deer hunting whenever we're in Arkansas, we can just go to the to our place in Hazen and go sit in a big box blind with a heater and oh, that sounds even better. Six pack of beer and hang out. I'll bring the waters. (laughs) 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 I mean, a morning in Biomeda, followed up by breakfast at the Hurley House. Followed up by a six pack and an afternoon sitting a heated, heated insulated mm-hmm. shooting house. I've only killed two deer in my life. That's it. Wow. Was one of them with your truck? No, well, <laughs> I have before. <laughs> well, one of them actually ran into the side of my truck one time, but in no, South both, Dakota deer ain't no joke either. No, but I wish I would have gotten into deer hunting in South Dakota because it's plentiful. Um, yeah, you got any connections up there? I'm trying to work on it here. Right. <laughs> One step at a time, no. What you say? Speaking of South Dakota, you got any hunting buddies back home that are seeing ducks show up, geese show up? Y'all, yeah, the buddy that I went to his wedding, Drew Kaiser, he, uh, he's on some right now. And then um, another buddy of mine that runs an outfitter up in the northeast side of South Dakota, he is on them. Riley's seen the videos. He is on them like no other. They just shot a hybrid not too long ago, and he don't post any kill pics or anything like that. But it's not uh, about the numbers. Yeah, exactly. But he he's been on them. He always is every year too. And he's he a waterfowl outfitter? Yeah, he just opened up a a Canada outfit too. But it's all snow geese for him up there. Well, he does other things too. I don't ever want to hear those two words ever <laughs> again. Yeah. It was four snow words. Geese. Snow geese up there. 
Or just snow Followed geese. by no thank you, sir. Ever. Yeah, I don't think. Again. I wanted to see at least one snow goose spin when we were in South or in Canada, but that never happened. No. I don't think we've seen more than. The best place to see a snow goose spin is on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, well, anybody else got anything they want to talk about? Levy Cut's coming at you hot. Got more on the heels of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Be looking out for those as well. Yep. There is a little button on the website that says notify me when things are back in stock. So if you see something nice that you like and it's not in stock, just click that little notify button. And as soon as we put it in stock, bam, you'll get notified. Um, well, I guess the only last thing that I have to say is uh, I want to throw a shout out slash request for prayer. My cousin, Will, is a pilot in the Air Force, and he got told a couple days ago that he's being deployed to the Gaza Strip. And he flies a C-130, which is a big, like a giant, yeah, like a kind of a cargo Cargo. plane. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, But they're deploying his squadron, I think is the right word, um, and a bunch of others to that area to evacuate a bunch of refugees they're expecting um nearly you know 900,000 plus um folks to be without a home and to be um needing you know evacuation because of the bombing and all the I'm embarrassed I've not stayed really in touch with exactly what's happening over there um but I was talking to him last night his name is Will Gary and he's a great dude. Um, you can go back in our films and watch uh, mandatory attendance. Will went to Canada with us a couple of years ago, and um, he's given his career to serving in the Air Force, and um, he's done a great job. But he told me last night, he said, man, he said, everybody's worried. They told us straight up, we're going right into the middle of the yeah. show, uh, into the middle of the bee's nest. And he said... My mom's worried, and your mom's worried, and Pop's worried, and everybody's worried. And he said, Spence, I've been flying crap around the U.S. and Europe for the last 15 years. And he said, I'm ready to finally do something that matters. Heck yeah. uh, You know, it it made me really proud of him. But it's also cool to just kind of take a minute and realize that there's there's still some real American heroes out there that are, you know, eager to saddle up and serve their country, protect our freedoms, and to protect the freedoms of our allies. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Israel's, you know, one of our great, second only probably to Great Britain, you know, those two countries are are our greatest allies. And so, um, setting all politics aside, um, he's headed out Saturday morning. And I would greatly appreciate it if you keep him in your prayers. He's a, he's a, a uh, real American hero. Yeah, what what them Air Force boys do is pretty incredible. Yeah, that yeah. guy's skills and capabilities are out of this world. Too. He's gonna <clears throat> he's gonna be flying this big plane. It's gonna be empty, and the way he described it to me, um, they're gonna fly in probably at night. A lot of times, they're gonna land. He's gonna have five Air Force Ravens, which are like Special Forces Air Force guys, on his plane. They're gonna load him full with a couple hundred refugees. And he's gonna. His job is to land, load, and take off as fast as possible. So he's gonna land empty, leave heavy, and they're gonna do that as many times as they can. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything gets worked out, right? I mean, we're you know everybody hopes for the best, but they're definitely shipping them out and preparing for um, you know a tough evacuation. So um, none of that gonna be easy at all. Yeah. Good luck to him. Yeah, none of that for sure. So we'd greatly appreciate your prayers. And uh, I I know, you know, I, I tell that, that about Will just because that's the one I know firsthand. I know for a fact there are a lot of others that. Um, yeah, are, there's are a being, lot of moving parts. Um, there's a lot of people that's going to take place in what he's doing because 
it ain't going to just be as easy as flying in and flying out. There's a lot of moving yeah. parts to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. So, so there's a lot of people involved. So while while I ask for prayer for Will, I, you know, I would also ask that you know you keep all the rest of our men and women in the armed forces and the um, leadership, you know, uh, in your prayers. There's that's a um, you know you're dealing with human life and um, and our freedoms, you know. So, anyways. Well, good luck to you, Will. You got anything to say about that, Gert? Good luck to you, Will. The boys in TFC last night said, good luck, Will. Kick some ass. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I sent Will a screenshot of, I I posted in there in in our group thread, and um, they all started responding, and I sent Will a screenshot, and he said, that's so awesome. He said, makes me want to lace some boots up just a little bit tighter <laughs> and try right. just a little bit harder. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, anyways, I guess on that note, um, we'll pour another for Will. Cheers. Cheers. So, um, that being said, I don't know what number episode is, but this has been another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Kirk, you need to say we'll catch you on the next one. We'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) (laughs) See y'all later. Hey, y'all, this is Spence and Frawley, and just wanted to say thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. We really, really enjoy producing this podcast and would be really grateful if wherever you get your podcasts, if you would subscribe to the Rolling Thunder podcast and give us a five-star rating. Somehow, apparently, out there in internet la-la media land, (laughs) that helps our podcast to be found by other people like you. So, we just want you to know we appreciate you listening, and we'd like to ask you to subscribe and give us a five-star review and keep on listening. And unfortunately, recording podcasts don't pay the bills, so we just do this for fun and for y'all, and we want it to grow as bad as y'all want it to grow, so... We could really use your help in doing that. Share it with a friend. Yes, right. We appreciate y'all stopping by again. Thanks for listening.